Hello Rockers and Mercurians, it is Rock Mercury here and welcome to the Rock Mercury Podcast. I am super excited to be here tonight. Um, it's been a day, it's late, or actually it's in the morning now, it's one twenty-three in the morning. I've been working like crazy and I have to do my, my hair tonight so I figured I would just come on, have some chamomile tea. I love this chamomile tea here, make sure I can see the spelling of it from Bilingual Balance. So I'm gonna be having some chamomile tea. Um, my cup here, it helps with anti-inflammatory, promotes um, sleep, treats insomnia, says, boosts immunity, treats cold, reduces muscle spasms, erases menstrual pain, soothes stomach ache, treats cuts, wounds, and skin conditions, and reduces stress. So a lot of good stuff in there, a lot of good stuff. I boiled it for a while while I was working, and I have it here in this pot right here. I just cooked it with a little with a top over it and let it steep, and I put it in this cup here. I have some frozen mango on the bottom of it, so I figured I'll just like let that be kind of a mixture. I love mango, so I'll just I didn't want to like I didn't really want a hot hot tea tonight, so I just, just figured I'd do the middle ground. Let me show you guys. There's like flowers in this and everything. Um, it's kind of, it's a really pretty, really pretty tea. I like, I like eating the flowers as well. I don't strain it out. I just eat it all together. I like eating it all together. It's very, very good. Um, very good. You see kind of, I don't know if you guys see some of the flowers that are in there. A lot of flowers. Ooh, whoa, that's good on the table. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I want to come on here and chat about... My day today, do a little bit of Ask Mercury. Um, I've been having some realizations today that have been kind of, kind of surprising. You know, some very surprising, some very surprising realizations today um, that I want to discuss. So I figure I may do that. Um, I may do that and, you know, have a nightcap, braid the hair. And go on to sleep because <laughs> it is late. I'm excited for bed. Um, but yeah, I also watched a documentary about dreams and sleep today, so it was very interesting to hear just what some professionals have to say about about what dreams mean and different things. Some of you guys know I've been dealing with a lot of dreams lately. Oh my gosh! Ooh, this tea fell all over here. Hold on, let me get this tea with my shirt. <laughs> I don't have a towel with me. Oh my gosh! Okay, I got it. Whew, sip on this tea. Oh, yes. That's delicious with the mango. Mm. That's, that's wonderful. That's the best chamomile tea from Bilingo Balance. It's excellent. If y'all love chamomile, it's great for nighttime. It really calms you down. Um, and hopefully it gives me nice, calming dreams. <laughs> um, apparently, I've heard from some people that if you dream, you're not getting enough sleep. But then this documentary was saying that you need the dreams to keep your brain active during the REM space of dream of sleep. I don't know. I don't know which one's real or not, but you know, it's what it is. Mm -mm. All right. So what I wanted to chat, what I wanted to come on here to talk about, I went on this beautiful walk on the beach again. I've been doing it every day, getting that sunlight, getting this the beautiful tran tranquility of the most gorgeous beach on the West Coast. I really do feel like Hermosa Beach is the most gorgeous. I, I've been to a lot of beaches on the West Coast. But as far as when it when it combines to having a culture on the coast and having a beautiful clean beach with gorgeous homes like mansions nearby, you know, these houses are like ten million dollars each or eight million. The one I want is like eight point five million, um, and it hasn't been sold in, in over thirty years. So um, these houses are very very um, they're nice. They're very nice homes. And it's just like the perfect balance of community. You feel safe over there. There's police. Even like, even like the homeless situation over there. It's like there's. I think there's, there's like a homeless guy over there. But he like he like just picks up cans. Like he's like a nice guy. He has music playing. I don't, he may he may not even be homeless. To be honest, I don't even know. But I don't really see any. There's no like real drama that happens in that beach. It's such a nice beach. Every other beach has some kind of little drama. Even Santa Monica, which I love Santa Monica, but it's a little bit sketch. A little bit sketch. Hello, Carlene. Good to see you. Who else is saying? Um, Junior is here. Hello, Junior. Fancy Francie saying no hate. No hate what? Are you saying there's no hate in the room? 
that's good. I don't think they hate here, if, that, if that's what you mean. Um, but while I was walking today at this beautiful beach, there's a lot of beautiful people. Very, very hot people. Oh, my gosh. Um, but there was this one guy I saw that was, like, striking hot. Uh, he just, his whole vibe was, like, such a, such a tea. And I was like, you know... I've been in this space ever since I got divorced where I'm like, never again, I never want to date again, never want to be with anyone again, I'm over it. But I started thinking about it, and I really feel like my ex was like a scammer. You know, I feel like my ex scammed me in a way, a big way. Um, of course, I got my revenge. So that's, um, you know, things are things are balanced out. I, 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 don't, I don't wait for karma. I get karma when I need it. So I've got my revenge, so we're... I feel like it's balanced and getting even more and more balanced. I don't even care anymore, to be honest, about that situation. But I did adopt a mindset that I am not interested in love anymore and that my heart is calcified. You know, I adopted that mindset. And today, as I was walking, I'm like, wait, what if a perfect situation were to happen? What, like, there must have been a reason why I've dated before. Like, they're, like do you give up on love because... So, because um, of an abusive relationship? Like, do you really, do you, like, th doesn't that, doesn't, isn't that even more abuse? You have one life to live, you dated for a reason, somebody's abusive towards you, multiple people have been, but this one was specifically very abusive, my, my marriage. Um, so it's like, do you, do you just quit on love after that? Like, that's what, like, at first I felt like that's the, that's the only thing that made sense because I couldn't believe the pain that could be caused from a person like that. But now I'm thinking, like, that was just a lying scammer. Like, everybody can't be a lying scammer. There's got to be other kind of people out there. And this guy I saw today, I don't even know who he was. He was so hot, though. Um, he just, like, very, like, his vibe was just, his aura was really, like, it was, it was I don't know, it was cute. I, I mean, I'm, and I, I'm, not, I'm not, like, saying I have to meet this person. I don't even know who he is. I may never see him again. It doesn't even matter. But it was more of, like, a, the possibility of it. The possibility of just a person being out there. And I've already given up on love or given up on partnership in any way because of the pain I've experienced from a shady, scamming abuser that I was I was partnered with. So it's like, why do I want like that? I don't know. I just I felt like I wanted to readdress why I um, why I was going to just give up on it and be like, no, like I'm good. Um, because it may, it, I think it's from fear. I really think it's from a fear of space and I don't like living in a space of fear. Even if that fear seems like it's gonna protect me, it doesn't, like fear is never, it may seem like it's gonna protect, but it always destroys, you know, fear destroys. So I wanted to come on here and kind of play with that thought a bit or like kind of explore that thought, the concept because um, when I was walking, after I saw that person, I had a, like a, still a further walk to go to my car and a very beautiful beach walk to get there. And I was just imagining, like, because because I had that person in my head, they were, like I had just seen them. So I remember their face pretty well at the time. So I was like, what if that, like, that was kind of the ideal person I would like, I would date, you know, or like I would, yeah, I, I would think was attractive and he seemed like a really chill person. I don't know. It seemed like a really, like a hot person. And not just hot, but like it's deeper than hot. Because hotness is whatever. I, I'm, I'm a model. I've been with, I've, I'm around the hottest people ever and as models. Like you see all the hottest people. Some of them are not worth being, being partnered with. <laughs> some of these people are like, what? Like they have nothing in the brain. Or not even just that, but they're just like, there's some shady situations out there. doesn't matter. Like, I, like I'm, I'm disillusioned by hot alone, but there's a package. There's a whole package to a situation. Like, is a kind of person where you just feel like that vibe is just like it would mesh well, you know. Let's see. LOL, they probably look at you the same. Um, what are you talking about? Otherwise, they probably look at me the same. The person? I don't know. If the person even saw me. What, what are you talking about? I see. What time is it? It's one thirty-three. Um. God's child says, "Love is God. Seek God." You. Get out of my page. Oh my God, disgusting. Can't stand these cold people. Okay, let's block them and mute them. Mm. I'll come on my page with some cold stuff. Mm. For me, it's 333. Ooh, great number, 333. Love it. Um, 
So, I so yeah, I was just I was walking and I was thinking like you know, but the way you the way you're describing these off people, they probably see you. Uh, what are you talking about? What are you talking about? You're so trying. You're just you're just literally like don't deserve to be on my page. You're being blocked and you're muted. What a disgusting person. Hmm. What they say, I entered the chat when you blocked them. They said nothing that was worth repeating. If they got blocked, obviously it's not worth repeating. Um, Don's Power Pendant says, Yo, I handcraft crystal and gemstone jewelry, y'all. Tap in. Ew, don't you ever come on my page for promoting your stuff. Are you serious? Are you serious right now? Ew. People are so rude. Blocked and muted. All right. Back to what I was saying. Um, I thought afterwards, I'm like, well, what if the perfect situation were to happen? What if this, what if the person was like a, a good person, like a, a person that wasn't like an abusive situation, like my ex, like my ex-partner. And, and I was, I realized that I was, I've been projecting what has happened to me in the past onto future possible situations, which isn't a healthy thing to really do. Um, it's just not really a. I don't know, it just doesn't really do anything for you. Like when you're, when you project, when you project a, um, a past pain onto a new situation, like that doesn't mean that everybody's like that, you know? Like there's people who, like, like I saw a couple, a few days, a few days ago, who was like an older couple and they were riding their bikes together it was really sweet. They're just riding and just a little slowly riding on the Hermosa Beach. It was so cute. Um, you could tell that they just had a good vibe together. That they were just like they were they were each other's partners, and they were probably in their like seven, late late seventies, maybe eighties. And it was just really adorable to watch them together riding. Um, and I was like, you know, there there are people. There is loyalty out there. Just because I married a racist scammer. Um, who's abusive doesn't mean that all the people are like that. I think when you go through a traumatic experience, you can just feel like forget it all and being alone is better. And it is, I do love being alone. That's the thing. I really do enjoy it. But there also was a reason that I was dating before. There was a reason it was bigger than completing me or something. Like I want, I like, I, I like the concept of companionship. And even, even if I brought the whole table to the table in my relationships, like even if I did that, it was still, there was still something that I was looking for at that time, you know? Ooh, somebody named Lion Light is in here. Look at my shirt. It's a lion. It's a lion shirt. So I love that your name is Lion Light. Um, I wore the shirt today at the beach, too. People, um, there's a few people, like, have looked at it. They were like, oh, wow, it's a cool shirt. Like, I can tell that they were reacting to it. It is a very cool shirt. I mean, I got it from a thrift shop. Um, I love finding thrift shop. It's one of my favorite shirts, to be honest. Like, it's, look how cool that is. It's pretty epic. But thrift, go to thrift stores, you guys. You can find the best stuff at thrift stores. I don't even go to new stores. Unless I'm buying my own products, I don't really get new stuff. Um, I just like to get things that are just super unique that I just really resonate with. And this one just looks super, like, realistic. It's crazy. Um... So, so yeah, um, Jolly says, uh, Jolyn, Jolyn Bacon says, it's nice to grow old with someone. And you know that there is a beauty to that. There is a beauty. My grandmother grew old with my grandfather until he passed away. But, um, and she's still here, thankfully. Um, but she grew, like she, they grew old and they were, they were so adorable together. They always were just, you know, there for each other. And I'm sure she misses him to this day. And it's been like over 10 years that he passed. Um, and she's in her 90s, like her late 90s. So it's just really, I don't know, I, I know there's a beauty in that. I know there's a beauty in that kind of partnership. When you get abused in a relationship, you feel like it's not worth the risk of it, um, especially when you're vulnerable. But I know that I know better now. And I'm so much stronger than I ever was at that, in that relationship. Like I would never put up with what I put up with at this point. And I thought about that on the walk. I'm like, I would never, there's no way I would ever like allow that to happen. 
I just would never allow it. Like, I'm too strong now. Like, nothing can attack me. Nothing can really hurt me. Um, it's, like, impossible. So, but that, at that point, I think I was still... There was still some kind of empty part of me or something. I don't know. There was something in me that allowed that to happen. Um, let's see. Joe Lynn says, To have one to lean on through good and bad... But I'm alone because of a bad relationship. No, you see, you're, you're, you're the same with me. You're, you're in the same boat as me. I've chosen to be alone. Now, the thing about me, though, I know how powerful my manifestations are. And anything I want, I literally bring it into existence. And so I have been very intentionally single. And I've had many options, trust that. Um, but it's just, I've turned down so many situations for that reason. Like, I didn't want to... I don't want to go through that. I don't want to go through anything like I went through again. Like, the pain was just too intense. And I really was in love. In my side, I was in love. And I feel like I got hoodwinked. You know, I feel like I really would ho got hoodwinked by the situation. Um, and I just didn't want to ever put myself in a vulnerable space. But the truth is, is that I could never be that vulnerable. Because at that time, I didn't realize how powerful I was. I didn't realize that I manifested that relationship itself. You know, and that I wasn't clear on when I was willing to accept. And I just accepted... Somebody, I just accepted anyone. I accepted a desperate situation, basically. You know, this person was lucky to have me, and they knew they were lucky to have me, and they thought I was going to leave at some point, even though I was never going to leave. I never cheated on them. They cheated on me like crazy. They treated me like trash. The whole time, they're, they're afraid I'm going to leave or something. Then I ended up leaving, so they manifested the demise of the, of the situation. Um, and it just, it's just crazy how that works. So, but at this point, I wouldn't want anyone to be anything but what they are. So I just look at it for what it is. I don't project them to it. I don't look at what they could be in my last relationship. I really looked at, like, um, oh, well, this person has potential. He has potential, like, maybe things will get better, maybe this, maybe that, you know. Not anymore. I don't care about any potential anymore. Like, I want it to be what it's supposed to be immediately, you know. Like, either, either they come with it or I'm good. There's no point. You know, I have I have great things going for myself now. I just, I don't need anything like that. Even back then, I had great things going, but I didn't value the great things I had going for myself. But but he sure valued it and stole everything he could. He stole so much from me, stole so much money, so many resources, so much my health in ways. Like, just, he stole as much as he could, masked up my cards. Like, it was such a dark situation. Um, but I just, I know better now. I know better. Um, so I feel like I don't want to live in a fearful space and deprive myself of something that I wanted in this one life, you know? So I feel like I, want, I just want to, I, um, want to kind of go on a cleanse and just be prepared for if I, if I was to manifest that, in, that into reality. Because I can, I know I can, but I just, I did not, I've not wanted it. Um, CEO... CEO Handsome D says, what's up, bro? <laughs> what's up, CEO? Um, JoLynn Bacon says, scared to go through it again. I understand why you're scared. There's a lot. There is a lot that can happen. But, you know, this living in fear of any type is not worth it. Someone asked me earlier what I'm drinking. I'm drinking chamomile, chamomile tea from Bilingo Balance, which is Dr. Sebi's son's company. Excellent tea. Mm -hmm. um, Lion Light says growth is key glad you found your way finding finding the way but yeah you're right I, I found it in some ways but like I'm finding the next direction like I'm still not clear on the next movement I've, I've made a very solid stance until today that I was not going to date again I'm not going to be married ever again in fact I even wrote it on a paper and burnt it so that I can like release that even that possibility i didn't even even want to um dilute my energy towards something that i did not want when i thought i didn't want that but i don't want what i had before and i don't and i don't have to be scared of what i had before because i'll never it'll never happen again like i can see it the good thing about when you are dealing with somebody who's as toxic like a toxic relationship you have every kind of 
Um, you have, if you remember, if you choose to not just forget it all, some people have a toxic situation and they forget it all so that they can survive. They're like, I have to just compartmentalize it and get rid of it and just not ever think of it again. Well, the thing that that does is just allows you to go right back to it again. That's why you see people who are in abusive situations continuously do it. You know, even myself, like my, my exes weren't great either, but even before my ex-husband, I really picked bad people um, because I was, as James Charles would say, I was desperate. <laughs> you're, desperate for, you're desperate for love at, at times, you know, like it seems like there's a limit, a limited amount of love out there, people who are going to care about you and all these things. Um, now I know better than that. I know a lot better than that now, but at the time you just don't, you don't see it. You see like, oh, like you're lucky to have anyone care about you. And, um that's how I can feel at the beginning, but it's, it's not the case, you know, it's just not the case anymore. Um, I recognize my value. I recognize what I bring to, what I bring to the table. Um, and I, I just see it. I really see it. Lion's Light says, what's, what's the best advice you can give to a person in a relationship? Um, the best advice is for me, like, it's not, like what I said earlier, but I will, I'll just repeat it in a way, a different way, like, um, not to, not to communicate with the potential of the person. Instead of communicating with the, the potential of the person, communicate with them as the person they are, except that they are at the space that they're in. You know, like, they are who they are. Like, don't think that, oh, they're gonna change my name, like, it'll get better, no. If you're with them, like accept where they're at right now or leave if they're not if they're not in the right space for the partnership leave and there's nothing wrong with leaving and i should have left earlier but I, I lived off of potential for so long and it was a really bad mistake because that person just continuously was the the um the low integrity the low integrity person that they were you know they were just gonna always be that person they were always gonna be you know they were never going to have integrity. You know, somebody has to have to have integrity coming in the door. They can't gain it or learn it. You're not there to teach the person. You're there to be in a relationship and they should be equally yoked, as the Bible says, even though I don't believe in the Bible. But like, you know, like this, that level of they're in the same journey, because if you're not, they're going to drag you down. And also, if the second you feel jealousy, run, 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 run. My ex was super jealous. It was very disturbing. The things that were happened. Um, that rooted from jealousy. Jealousy is a demon, um, and it's rooted in just the darkness, the darkest evil you can imagine. So it can it can risk your life. Jealousy is deadly. It's actually deadly, and that's that's another that's a tip that I would give to people who are in a relationship now. And if it's a beautiful relationship, then enjoy it. You know, appreciate that person and love them every moment you can, and be thankful that you have a connection if you have that. Like. And that's the thing, like, I, I can't only think that there's only toxic relationships because there are people who've been together for a long time just because I don't have examples of them in my life or these people who are in a healthy relationship. I don't know anybody who's in a healthy relationship that I would, would want to mimic. Like, any of, I don't know any relationships in my personal life that I would, like, I would like to be in something like that. And that's an issue with the environment that I've chosen to be in. So there are other environments of healthy relationships. So... Like um, some, something I read, I saw on a podcast earlier was that your environment will change you before you change it. So make sure you change that environment quick because it will change you before you can change. Like you could you be thinking you could change your environment and you could, they can grow with you. So it's not going to always happen like that. It really won't happen like that. Like it's the environment will change you before you before you attempt to change it, you know. So that's that's a big thing, I would say. Um, the Adonis is in the house. You're up late too. Oh my goodness. How you doing, Adonis? Um, Jolly said, I'm sorry, Jolyn Bacon says, good for you. You know, hey, we're, we're here. We are on this journey together. Um, who is Candace? Ask Wendy says, are you the police? Because you took my breath away and I can't breathe when I'm around you. Is that a Floyd Mayweather, um, reference? That's really dark if it is. If you're trying to make a Floyd, that's if if you're trying to do a hit, you're trying to like do a joke or a hit on somebody and make it a Floyd. Is I mean that's the only way I could think of of 
I'm, I'm going to just continue off of that comment because that's, I don't know about that comment. Um, JoLynn Bacon says, don't ignore signs of trouble and dishonesty. That's, ooh, that's so true. That's why I'm not a big fan of forgiveness. I know people are like, oh, forgiveness is amazing. It's everything. But I think people are very confused on what forgiveness is. Um, I'm not for forgiving somebody for doing dirt. Like, I've done that. And it's just been always terrible. I think you let people be who they are. You let them show you who they are. And you you act accordingly. Because if they're doing that, that's a pattern. Whatever their person is doing, it's a pattern that they continue doing. The same way they're doing coffee every morning. That's a pattern. It's the same way they, if, they, if they treat you disrespectfully, if they've abused you or something, that they're going to keep on doing that. That's something they've learned to do, something they're, they're comfortable enough to do. The second that honeymoon phase is over, the second the honeymoon phase is over, it's like the true colors be showing brighter than anything. And you're just, you'll just be like holding on to that honeymoon thinking like, oh, like, but they were so sweet in the honeymoon phase. They were so sweet. But you don't even realize that that was a different person that was a... A commercial brand that you know how like something will look online and you then you order it and it looks completely different that's what they were doing they were trying to serve you the best version of themselves the best imaginary version just to capture you in and then they let everything go the second that they feel like they've locked you in you know and it's dark it's sad um it's twist it's twisted um there, Donna says, Alexa, play Summer Walker potential. I love me some Summer Walker. Summer Walker has been through. She be sharing them emotions. Summer Walker albums are like on point. Let me do my hair. I'm talking to y'all. No, Summer Walker is not to be played with. I listened to her album like a lot of times on the way back on my road trip from um, from Houston back here to, to L.A. So I went from Texas to L.A. a few months ago. And that Summer Walker album had me flying. It was so good. I just felt in my emotions. It was a, it was the one. Um, but all of her albums are good. Like Summer Walker doesn't play. Like she's she's she sings out of her emotion, you know. Um, Brooke Brooke says that some don't forget deserve forgiveness. Yeah, I think forgiveness is a scam. I think people like think that it's good for them, but it's really, I don't know, it's like people just will continue doing the same thing. People are, people are, people are patterns. There are people of patterns, and if you forgive a pattern, then what's going to happen? The pattern is going to repeat the way patterns do. Um, come on, Rock, you like Miss Walker, you got taste. Yeah, as you know, you know Miss Walker is the girl, she, she's the girl, that like she's been through with her, with her, um, her boy London on the track treated her dirty, did her dirty. She said that she wishes that she, um, she wishes that she paid more attention to who she procreated with, and a new, um, and a new, what do you call it? Her, her, like a new interview. She was talking about her new baby and stuff, and she said she just wishes she had, she had watched who she decided to procreate with because he's not involved or. It's been drama or something, so she's just she loves her baby, but you know it's hard sometimes when you're you make a baby with somebody who said they're gonna be there and they just they just abandon you with the kids like in the in their public figures too, so it's not like they're just out out of, they're like nowhere to be found like you can still see them. How must that feel that must feel so crazy to have like a deadbeat baby daddy or something who's literally still in the in the media, <laughs> so it's like you know where they are, but they're just not. Particip- participating in a kid's life or whatever. So crazy. Um, woo, I've been to Texas. The energy out there is heavy, dark, and segregated. Don't like it. Ooh, you know, I, I do understand what you're saying. I definitely do. I lived there for a while. Um, there's, diff- there's definitely different sections, but I do feel what you're saying is a little backwards in some areas of Texas for sure. Um, yeah, there's a there's a little bit there. Like I'm I'm a I'm a loner. Like I don't like to deal with a lot of people. So for me, there was enough freedom there for me. Like even like I like in Texas that they're that the racist people let you know they're racist. You know, like they don't really hide it. Like in L.A., they will smile on your face and be just as racist as the as the KK. You know, like they just they just will they will do that. They will do that. They will take this off because I'm kind of hot now. Um, 
And so, yeah, I, I understand what you're saying for sure. I've dealt with some experiences out there. Um, but, yeah. Maybe give Houston a chance again and maybe give Austin a chance. And it just depends on which areas you go to. And don't go out to the country too much. <laughs> um, Brooks says that my in-laws are so evil. I haven't talked to them for six years. Ooh, y'all. When I had in-laws, I cussed them out. They tried to come for me and tried to blame me for their deadbeat son. You know, their son was doing me dirty, lying to them about the situation. And they thought they can come and talk to me crazy. I cussed them out so fast. First, I called him, and he, he tried to say all this stuff to me. His like his dad was trying to, yeah, I think he's trying to say all this stuff. And I was like, I hung up on him, and then I sent them a long a message, and then I cussed him out in person too. I was like, I will pull up to your place right now. I told them I will literally come up to their house. Like, don't you ever come for me. And they they got real quiet then. I was like, I couldn't believe that they had the audacity to. And this was towards the end of our relationship. I was like, you. Like, you know who you guys raised. You guys, you know you guys did a terrible job of raising this monster. And yet, you want to talk mess to me and, dis- and disrespect me? You don't even know the, the situation. I'm over there feeding their mother. Like, the, like his father, his mother, I was taking care of. Because um, she has dementia. And, like, you, you are getting lied to. And you think that, like... They, they, for some reason, they thought that I was using the the grandmother's card. I have my own money. I was literally buying stuff with my own money for groceries for the, for his own mother, cooking her food, taking care of her, like being there for her, and like. But her son, their son was taking money from that from that card, like a scammer, and they just decided that like, oh, it must be him. I'm like, I didn't even, I don't even have the card. I never even owned. I never even had that card. I always had my own card that I used. And I loved, I liked his mother because his mother was a sweet woman. Even though she had dementia, she was so sweet. And so I was just, I loved to support her. And so I would just buy, buy her stuff with my own money. I never even asked for that card. I didn't even know what the card, I didn't even have the pin number for the card. So how could I use it? You know, it was just very, and even if I did, I would never use it. I would, if, I, if I was to use it, it would be for something that they asked for of her. But still, it was just, it made no sense. I was like, I would rather just buy it myself. And I did. So they thought they could disrespect me because of lies they assumed and I just cussed them out. But that was only part of it. It was just, it was so many lies, so much bull, so much BS. Um, I'm like, how do you not know you raised a monster? You know? So I have to realize that I can't give up on love just because some, you know, I picked, I had some bad choices, you know, when I didn't love myself. So, um,. Elijah says, how are you still up? What do you mean, how I'm still up? I'm, st- I'm up. Um, op, 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 you, op, op, I call, I'm call you Op, because I can't pronounce your name. I don't understand how you even pronounce. O-P-U-C-S? I don't know. But um, Op says, yo, yo, back at you. Um, you're live early, yes. This is one fifty-six in the morning. <laughs> um, but yeah so after I saw that person at Hermosa Beach I just felt like I just started imagining a scenario like the ideal scenario of somebody who's not dramaful who just appreciates the concept of like monogamy and like being loyal faithful you know and a loving like a chill person who just wants to go and do healthy things somebody who doesn't drink and or do any drugs or anything like, who just enjoys, like, beach days and, you know, business. Like, somebody who has a big business. Because I'm not dating anybody broke again in my life. So, I imagine that he was, like, rich to that guy. So that I don't have to, like, be the breadwinner in the family anymore. Or the relationship again. Um, we can both have our own situations. And we can, like, support each other in business. And, like, talk about different business things going on in the world. You know, I just started thinking about that. I'm like, you know, I would be interested in that. Like, if he, like, he asked me to go out or something, and we just have a good time. Um, it's just like, I don't know, I just started thinking that. Like, you know, that's that would be such a nice situation. Like, I don't need it, but it's be, I love being alone, but I wouldn't turn that down. Like, if that particular guy was said all the things to me, or, like, was about that, I would be down. 
I'll be down to at least explore it. I wouldn't need it. I wouldn't jump into it like, oh my God, like, I'm so glad he even likes me. Like, of course they like me. Like, I'm not, I'm not in the, oh, I can't believe they even like me anymore. Like, I'm, I'm more of in the, of course. Like, they obviously like me. Like, it doesn't, like, I'm not, I'm not going to dis- discredit myself anymore like I used to. It's, that's how you get into bad situations by just feeling like you're lucky enough to get somebody. No, if you bring something to the table. I saw this woman on TikTok. She was posting about how, you know, she's a really big girl. She's really thick. And um, her husband is, like, super hot, like, super, like, fit and super hot. And people are always just telling are telling her that, um, you know, that she must, he must be with her because he likes big girls or that she must be rich or something. And that's how she got, like, they say all kind of things about her. And she was just explaining that she brings more to the table than just body. And I said, that's really interesting. Like, and it made me think, like, if she's able to get all that, like, I'm, I should get what I want, too. Like, we all should get what we want. Like, it's, we can't let the, these concepts, these internal concepts, if she felt like, if she felt like she wasn't enough, and she wouldn't have had her husband. She wouldn't have had her situation, and they seem happy together. I don't know them. Maybe they're not, but they seem happy. Um, so I'm just looking, like, I'm more open to that there's, other possibilities than the toxic people that I happen to have chose chosen so far in life. <laughs> um, your uh, let's see, jo- Jolyn says, "Do you have to get up early to go to work?" Um, I am work. <laughs> I own my own company. I can do what I want. Um, but yeah, I mean, I have some meetings I may I may get go to when I wake up. But I'm not like really. Let me see. Actually, let me look and see what. What things I want to go to in the morning for real estate. I have, like, real estate conferences that I may want to jump into. I don't have to go to them, but I, I like going. I like learning. Anytime I can learn, I love learning. Um, there's one at... Hmm, I don't want that. Uh, there's one at 9 a.m. that looks kind of... Wait, is this... Oh, no, that's not. that's not what I want to do. Oh, no, nothing's tomorrow. There's, like, no class I'm, like, in, even... Or, or like, meeting that I'm interested in joining into tomorrow. Yeah. That's good to know. That's perfect. So I can sleep in. So I guess no. Even if there was, I'll bring the computer to my bed. So I can just wake up and jump into my Zoom call. Um, but I don't see anything that I'm interested in joining in. Like, there's some... There are some... There's some courses tomorrow, but nothing that's... That I haven't taken already. I've taken all these courses already. So, I'm good tomorrow, or today, because it's, it's what, two in the morning. Just some more just tea. So, basically, I just felt opened up to my to expanded opportunities. I just felt like maybe I shouldn't just close myself off to what's possible, just because I've been hurt. And I and I I wanted to share this because I know there's a lot of people out there who've been hurt, who are like, screw this, I don't want to be involved in relationships any, relationships anymore, like they have calcified their heart the same way the same way I thought I did. I thought I was over it, but for something about this person, I really again it really isn't about that person. It really isn't about the guy I saw. It was just he happened to be super hot and super like, like he was just coasting on this really cool like way um longboard situation and he had a dope mustache and he was just like so like he looked like a like a movie character or something or like a cartoon i don't know he was just he was like really hot um and i just used him as an example for like i I like projected onto what that could have what that could be you know basically like what like to see what i would have done in these situations like if this were to happen what would i do like that kind of situation like it's I was trying to step outside of the space that I was in of like being over relationships and just imagining if that turned out in a certain way, if, you know, if he approached me a certain way, what would I say? What would I do? Would I, would I be like, no, at first I was like, I would say no immediately and be like, I'm good. No, thank you. But then I started going deeper into why I would say no. And it really just came from the space of like not wanting to get your hopes up high and just to be hurt. But I don't feel like I could be hurt anymore. It's like, if that were to happen, it's like, I'm not going to just fall. Like, I'm not, like, you can't be disappointed if you don't appoint anyone. And I could be in a relationship and not appoint, I don't have to appoint anyone. 
Like, you don't have to appoint. That's a choice to appoint anything. So, uh, that means I don't have to be disappointed. <laughs> you know, I can just enjoy it, enjoy the person as they are. And, like, if something shows a different way that's not something that's going to be healthy for me, then peace out. My Me being alone is amazing. I think before before my marriage, I don't think I liked being alone that much. I think that I felt like something was inherently sad about being alone. Um... And now I think the opposite. Like, being alone is so amazing that I almost would say no to a relationship just, just to be alone long, Just to be alone longer, like, at this point. Like, I think it's so so awesome. So much freedom. And I've said it before that I don't even want to live with my partner. If I, if I ever dated again, I want them to have a separate house. And I still think I stand by that. I still think it'd be nice if, we had, if there was, like, separate... I don't... I know some people have separate rooms. I want a separate house. I want a separate mansion. You know, I just, I need my space because I don't trust. I don't want anyone to feel like they have leverage over me or I don't want to feel like I have to kick somebody out of my house. <laughs> Both of those situations are too, too, too much. It's too much. I don't think people in relationships have to be in the same house. Like it doesn't have to be that way. Um, I really don't think they do. And that, that was a huge issue that we had with my, with my ex-husband. Like, we were together a lot. We were together so often. And I thought it was a beautiful thing at first. But when I found out how... Like, it was crazy to be together so often and then be lied to so much, too. Like, I was like, how did you find the time to cheat? Like, he would go out of his way to be cheating and creating crazy situations. And just lies and talking mess about me, about me behind my back to, like, his, like, snake-like friends. And, like, or... They're not really his friends because they turned on him too. So it just shows the kind of person this was. Like, and I don't, I refuse to believe that everyone's like that because I know people who aren't like that. I have, I know people who are not, you know, snakeish like that. You know, I just happen not to be attracted to some of them. Remember, they're not always, they're not all like, I'm just talking about people in general. Like, I know, I know people who I work with in business who are very, have a lot of integrity. Um, they're just, you know, so it's just like I'm just realizing that it didn't have to be that way and that I accepted more than I needed to accept. I forgave a lot of things that were unforgivable. Um, I let him be racist to me. That's the part I really am. That's the part I think I'm the most offended by. I'm like, how am I a black, a black man or whatever, like, you know, being a person of color, whatever that means. I kind of hate saying that, a person of color. That's so weird to say. But how am I going to be... Who I am with my history, my ethnic history, and then allow a racist to be racist towards me and then marry them. But I didn't know that when we were, before we got married, I didn't know that that was the case. I started, I found out later on, um, and I made excuses for it because I was in love. I let it happen. I'm like, that's so disgusting that I would allow this. You know, like I really feel grossed out by it. I'm like, how did I let him? say these things and treat me that way and treat other people like it was just so it was so dark and I would never in my life let that happen again so I think I just had to go through it I think that um, a lot of it had to do with having had been closeted for so many years which really affects your ability to connect with you know a person authentically and I think there was some self-hatred that I had as well that affected my situation so I don't have any of that anymore there's no part of me that hates myself um I will not accept anything but the utmost respect and love you see how I block people immediately I don't even care these people don't it's funny some of these haters think they're bothering me I'm like do y'all know that I just block you and I literally forget that you exist I literally will forget a hater exist and I just I do the same thing with relationship If if it's like that I'm like I'm good I just don't need that you know, there's no reason to be a hater, you know? And I realized that even in that relationship, I gave nothing but love. I really was supportive. I really, you know, was honest and never cheated, never did anything. Like, I was just always there. I showed up. And so I know it's possible to have loyalty because I was loyal. So it's just like he was choosing to be toxic, choosing to treat me like that, you know? 
Um, Jolyn says, oh my goodness, that's so disrespectful. I can't tolerate racism. Yeah. It was dark. I couldn't believe it. I really, like, I remember when it was happening. I'm like, is he, I thought he was joking sometimes. Like, I was just, I think I, like, put it in my head that it was, she was joking or, like, I, I just, because it seemed as if, I don't, I just, when I look back at it, like, looking back, it makes me want to throw up, to be honest. I'm like, how, like, how, like, and I did confront it. It wasn't like I just ignored it completely. I, conf- I talked to him about it, but he would, like, play it off. And I think I should have pushed harder on them. I never let, let it go by. It was never a time where I was just like, oh, that's fine. I always confronted it, but I would let him off too easily because that was my husband. So I didn't, I just, you know, I don't know. Just, I, I wanted to believe that it wasn't what he was saying. That, that wasn't what I felt, but it was real. It was real and yeah, we we tolerate a lot when we think we're in love until we know better exactly. But it affected me. Like, I definitely felt it internally. And I think that's, it started eating me up inside to know that this was who I was with. It was devastating. It was devastating. And he had such a short temper that I didn't want to infuriate him. I, didn't, I was in danger. Like, he tried to, he tried to take my life multiple times. I think that's a big part too, because he tried to he tried to literally kill me, and so it's like I didn't want to risk my life trying to, you know, confront him first, like confront him too hard. Like I would have to be very specific on how I approach different things with him because he would just go off the wire. Um, and he was trained by the military. He was a marine, and he was trained by the um, by the Iraqi military for like serious combat and he would always say like he would say that there's no rules in war and he would just like I knew that he would be unpredictable like he could pull out my my larynx or something like he he was he was very unhinged so I think that was that played a part in me allowing a lot of things to just to get through the day but as a lot of crying nights a lot of sickness a lot of um it's a lot of pain this is a very painful situation so but the whole reason i'm even bringing it up now because i'm over it i'm good i'm healed i'm good on it but now but i'm bringing it up because i think that those experiences can block you from future love and future you know trust which then almost allows them to abuse you further like, if you block yourself from what you really want, from a relationship or from a loving situation, then it's like you're you're letting them, like, attack you post, like, post-humorously. But, like, that's the wrong word, because humorous is like when you're dead. But, like, post-relationship, you know? Um, like, you're letting them continue their reign of terror on you, even though they're out of your life. And I don't want that to be the case. I don't want to be some sad case of, like, oh... You know, I've just been a victim. I've just been like things sucked. I'm not. I'm done with love. I'm, my heart's been broken. I'm just a heartbroken girl. Like you know, um, I don't want to be that. I, I don't. I don't want to be. I don't know why I said heartbroken girl from a guy, but I, just, I think of that. I think of the idea of that, like the concept of um, the heartbroken. You know, the dance on distract the heart. Heartbroken dance on distress. You know, like no, that's not the case. I, I I don't feel that in that way. I felt like the situation was heartbreaking and I am, I'm, you know, it was, it devastated me for a while, but I refuse to exist as a victim of anything, you know, like, yes, things went down and it was terrible and I got out. I think I got out less longer than I probably should. I should have left earlier, but I'm out, thankfully. Um, and I just, I refuse to live within it anymore. I refuse to, oh, wow, thank you so much for the basketballs. Thank you for the basketballs, Mr. Super, Mr. Super Me, Men's, Mez, Mr. Supreme. Oh, Mr. Supreme, I see. Thank you, Mr. Supreme. Toast to you for those basketballs. Thank you so much. Said, I'm glad you did, says um, Agape Love. Thank you. Yeah. And like I said, the reason I'm sharing these is not to really get sympathy. I'm thankful for you guys listening, but I know for a fact that there's somebody watching who's gone through some domestic situation that has 
altered their ability to to be vulnerable again. Um, and I just really want. Let's see, Mister Mister Supreme says you you probably don't remember me from Bigo. Hey, I think I do actually. I'm, I'm trying to look at your picture there. I think I do remember you from Bigo. I haven't been on Bigo in a while. Bigo is like, Bigo has. Is it still up anymore? I don't even know. Everybody left. The whole family of Gag Nation, I think they left. A lot of them left, too. Um, I've just been on TikTok every day. Every day on TikTok. I come on. I'm coming on even more now. But this is my podcast today. Like I, I've been doing the, these TikTok lives and then putting it on my podcast so that people can listen to it anytime. But thank you so much for coming through. I think I do remember you, though. Yeah. I thought your name looked familiar. Is, was it the same name on Big on Bigo? Was it also Mr. Supreme on Bigo too? Pretty sure. Hold on. Yeah, click on your picture. I do. I remember your face. I remember your face. Um. So, nah, it was Shade Shady Shady D. Oh, Shady D. Okay, I remember Shady D. I definitely remember you. Um, Chanel's in the house. No um, hugs for pugs, says Chanel. <laughs> gotta, gotta hug the pugs. Um, so yeah, I just want people to know that they can, like, I'm, I don't, like, I don't have a person I'm interested in right now. I know I talked about that, that person at the beach, but, like, I'm just, I'm, I'm gonna open myself up to the possibility of manifesting the, the partner that I would want. Um... And I'm not going to be, because you feel, I feel closed off from the world. Like when I, when I was like telling myself I'm never dating again, I felt myself shutting down from social activity. Like I don't even want to deal with people when you feel like, nope, I'm good on like, like having your heart broken again or things like you just feel like you shut off from society. Um, and I'm still, I'm still not going to be talking to a lot of people because I'm very, like, I'm very quiet and reserved in um, public. Not, I'm not, I'm not shy at all. I'm just reserved because I only say what I want to say, and I, and I don't, I don't do any of the fake smiles. I don't do any of the. I just, this like people, um, today on the walk, two things happened. One thing, I was sitting in this one section on the beach. I just like this little, this little bench, and it's like in like a little cove area, and it was like overlooking the beach part and. This these kids came over out of nowhere and they just started walking in front of me, and the wall's like right in front of me because there's like a there's like a wall and the beach is right behind it. So I'm just having one little quiet moment, and they're just like walking in front of me, looking at the wall because there's like writings on the wall and stuff, and they're like, "No, look, mommy, this da 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 da," and they're like old enough to know better. They were really rude, these kids. That like, was like the audacity, like they were like right in front of me. Like, I got to move my legs. That's how close they were to me. I'm like, what in the world, like? Out of all the other spots, this, this big old beach, everything's out of here. I wasn't that annoyed. I was more. I was annoyed with the kids. The kids, kids would be kids, and kids are the examples of their parents. And so it was their parents that I'm like, oh, the audacity of you to let your kid go and just invade somebody's space that you don't even know. I don't know you guys. Like the fact that they're just over there smiling, like, oh, 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 little Britney, oh this, oh that. I'm like, um, can you get your kids like? You don't know me. I don't know you. Like, why are, you, why are your kids just, like, all up in my space like this? Like, there's so many other benches out here. Like, this is so bizarre. And I'm like, this is bad parenting on them, on their part. But bless the kids' hearts. Like, I don't, I don't feel, I'm not mad at the kids at all. It's always the parenting when it comes to, like, kids at that age. I just couldn't believe it. I was, like, in shock. I'm, like, literally sitting there, like, and having a kind of a meditative moment and looking at the beach. And they just come right into my space, like, almost... Like, almost on my lap. I'm like, what is this? Like, I would never let my kid just go walk up on a stranger. I don't have a kid, but I would never let them go walk on. I, I just think it was so rude. Um, and then this other situation happened where, you know, people are walking the pathway when you're, like, there's, like, a walking section and the bikes and stuff are happening, too. And I was, like, just walking, walking on the path. And this, and this like, woman, is, like, she's so disconnected to... The world around her she has her like bike and stuff um and she's off the bike but she keeps walking she's like oh sorry sorry she's like walking into me and i'm like walking straight i'm like she just like walks right in front of me but she's like she's like walking into me as she's saying oh i'm so sorry sorry i'm like just stop 
just stop. I kept walking because I'm like, yeah, that's so rude to you. You're looking, you're looking at me. There's nobody around. You can literally wait. There's not even anybody coming right now. Like, I'm walking on my path. You're choosing to cut across right now. As you're telling me sorry, and then you can keep on going. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Like, and I don't, like, that's why I'm not, I don't do the whole smile. Like, oh, it's okay. I don't know. Like, she was, she was just, it was just such a rude, like, unnecessary situation. She could have waited literally le- less than a second. Less than a second. Like, it didn't make any sense. So I thought, I think it's always funny when people do that. They're like, oh, I'm so sorry. As they continue. I'm like, where are you rushing to? And if you're rushing, you'd be walking faster. Because if she was rushing earlier, then she could have passed me already. She could have been past me. But it was like she was intentionally just going. Like, she was, I don't even know if it was intention. I think she was, like, in a, in a daze. Maybe she's on medication. I don't know. But she's, she's like a, she was young enough and looked smart enough to not have done that. Like, she was together. Like, she wasn't, like, somebody crazy on the street. It was just a very, like, oblivious kind of situation. And some people are very, are rudely oblivious. Yeah, they're rudely oblivious. Exactly. That's the exact word. Some people are rudely oblivious. Agape love says yes. And so, and I don't, I don't hate any of those people. Like, it's not like a, I'm mad. Like, I'm not really mad. I just, this is a weird thing. Like, I just, the kid part really bothered me, though. Just because I'm like, what if I was crazy? Thankfully, I'm like a sane person that's living my life. And I have my earphones in and stuff. And I was like, why would you have your kid just walk up on a person like this? Like, this is a little cove part. Like, there was no reason for those kids to be in that section. Was, they, they sent both of the kids. And the parents were just standing there watching them do this. They're right behind. It wasn't even like they weren't, like, they were, like, distracted. They were like, oh, you like that little, you like that sticker there? You like that one? Oh, da, da, da. I'm like, they're, you're, what, what are you, what are you guys doing? What is this? I just got up and left. I just got up, had my glasses on, and I walked away. I didn't say anything. Because that's, sometimes, sometimes that's the best way to respond to something like that. And I know they felt it. I know they felt the shade. I'm like, I was sitting there in peace before they came over there. And so I just got up and literally walked away. I looked them up and down with my glasses, and I walked away. And I think that's the best way to not go to jail <laughs> situations like that, <laughs> where people are just like rudely rude on purpose. Like, because of course my inner part wanted to cuss them out. Cause I'm like, that's just for the sake of the kids. I'm like, why would you let your kids just be in somebody else's space? Like, this is some I'm just a random person. Like, I don't know. I I just feel like I would protect my kids a lot more. I would just, I just I'm a stranger. I'm just a random person sitting on the bench. In a, in a private area, a little, like, not private, but a little, a little section, a little, it's like there's so many other benches around, there's so many other areas they could have been, and it was just so bizarre to me, it was just so bizarre, and I think because they thought that their kids were cute or something, that they thought that they can get away with that, they were like, oh, like, my kids are cute, whatever, like, aren't they cute, like, no, screw you and your kids, <laughs> like, what, not the kids, though, I'll leave the kids out of this. But like screw like forget them. Like how did like how do you do that? How do you just let I could have like I don't I just don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just I I don't I don't get it. I would have I would have totally forgiven it if they weren't looking. If the parents were like just in a different if they were just kinda of looking at the beach somewhere else or they were just were on their phones, I would have totally been like, Okay, that's fine, kids do what kids do. I'm not even bothered. But the fact that they were literally right there, just watching this happen, talking to the kids as they were so rude and disrespectful, they didn't even acknowledge that I was sitting there. And it was like such a small area. I'm like, who, like, there's only room for one person on this bench. Like, why are you even, well, the guys over here in front of me, like, having me move my leg, like, walking right in front of me to where, like, I, like they could not get through with, like, move, with, like, moving my leg. And there was no reason. It was just, I wish... It is. It was so. It bothered me a lot at the time, just because it was the. It was the principle of it. It was the principle, the audacity, but whatever. It was such a beautiful day. I really shouldn't have even brought that up, but it was just. It kind of was funny to me too. It didn't really bother. I got over it immediately after I walked away. I just I went and had some delicious enchiladas, some vegan enchiladas, but it just. I don't know. There's something about humans that, like, to the audacity to do that. It's like why, like. I don't know. I'm just not. I'm not the one. But I had some really good nachos. Some nachos and quinoa salad and some rice afterwards at this place called, like... Um, what is this place called? I don't know. I keep forgetting every time. I went twice so far. I got guacamole and plantain chips the first time I went. It was so delicious. And it wasn't too salty at all. Perfect amount of salt. I think there's hardly any salt in it, which was great. 
Cause I like I like a, a good guacamole that, you know, focuses on the high quality avocados instead of just adding a whole bunch of seasoning, you know. Um, so this place is called Palmilla. 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 I'm gonna say it's Palmilla. Oh, cause it's Spanish, so it's Palmilla Cocina y Tequila. <laughs> Speaking Italian, like sounding Italian. Pamila Cocina y Tequila. Tequila. Um, that's what it's called. <laughs> and it was good. The enchiladas were good. I will say, I do have, I do have one thing to say about these, about these enchiladas. I don't understand when certain restaurants or places make vegan enchiladas or any enchiladas. I don't understand why you would put an entire, like, strand of... Um, like there's broccolini in this, right? So why would you put the entire stalk of broccolini in this thing or in a whole carrot, like a long carrot? Like, shouldn't it be cut up in something that you can like kind of, you can cut into it and eat it at each bite? Like, it was weird that they put these long things in the burrito. I've never seen that before. Like, it's always, usually like something that's always like sauteed and cut up so you can just grab a bite real quick and keep moving, but... It was like, who does that? Who puts the whole thing in there like that? Like, I don't... It was bizarre. But the flavor was on point. And that green chili sauce was delicious. Whatever that sauce was. Um, they have some Beyond Meat nachos. But that was, like... No, yeah, it was... It was not... Um, I didn't want to get the Beyond Meat, so I didn't, I didn't get that. Uh, makes you chew more LMAO. Yeah, you know what? I, it's just hard to eat. Because if they put a whole thing in the t- burrito, then you have to, like, cut through. Like, a burrito, you can't pick a burrito. I'm sorry. Uh, um, did I say burrito this whole time? I said I'm in enchilada. So it was an enchilada, right? So it was two enchiladas. And you can't pick an enchilada up because it's saucy. And so why would they put a whole thing, a whole, like, broccolini and a whole carrot in these? Like, it's, like, you, are you supposed to cut it? Like, how are you supposed to cut it into this enchilada? Yeah, you said burrito. Oh my god, I must be tired. I must be tired. I meant enchilada the whole time. I had two enchiladas and they were very good. But like, it was just weird that they had these long strip inside of it. Like it didn't, I just, I was trying to make sense of it as I was eating it. I'm like, who, like, how would you, like you have to have a knife. And they gave me, I guess I could have used my fork and knife, but I was eating outside, so. I don't know. But even with a fork and knife, I feel like it would be hard to cut that. I don't understand why they would do it that way, but whatever. I think the sauce was amazing and the tortilla was delicious and had a great time. Really beautiful day. Really, really beautiful day. Um, yeah. So that's all for today now. I think, I, I think I'm pretty much done. I'm going to drink some more of this tea. Mm. So much of the flowers in there. very good tea though so i'm gonna go get some rest though i really appreciate you guys chatting with me um the main purpose of today's episode is just be open to um be open to love after heartbreak do you believe in love and love what's the words of that song do you believe in love after do you believe in love after love? Or whatever. But I, I, do you believe in love after heartbreak? I believe in love after heartbreak, you know? I do. Um, DXMMY says flour. Yeah, this is chamomile. Chamomile tea. So there's flowers in there, but I didn't, I didn't strain it. I'm going to eat the actual flowers in here. Some more tea in here first. Uh, oh, God. This tea always makes me burp. It gives me so much bourbons, burpings. There's tea up in here. Um, yeah. Life. Do you believe in life after love? Life after love. Do you believe in life after love? So after heartbreak? Yeah, it's the main shoot. That heartbreak almost took me out. I was so depressed when I first got divorced. Or like when it was really real. It, t- it could take you out. 
I think it just, you just want to seal your heart up so you never have to feel that again. But I realized that I never can feel that again. Even if I like, opened up to a new situation and got and we broke up again with a, like a new person, it would never feel like this. Like, this is, this, the feeling that I felt was, a, it was from a toxic situation. So I don't think that I could ever feel that kind of loss again. And I'm so whole within myself now, I'm a whole person, that I don't need anything from anyone. So it's like, it's just, it's going to be a joyful, beautiful experience, or it's going to be single life. I'm happy with single life. It's amazing. So I win either way. I think that's why it's different. Before, I didn't think I won any either way. Before, it was like, if I lost my partner, then I felt like it's embarrassing and I, and I lose. Like, it was, it's embarrassing to be divorced. But honestly, it isn't. But, like, in your head, it is at first. Because of the branding of it. But it's now I look at it as freedom. Like, it's a very freeing thing to be able to get divorced. It's a beautiful thing to have that option and to go through with declaring your freedom and that you're not going to put up with certain things. So, that's what I'll say about that. So, go out there, you guys, and love. Even if you your heart's been broken, just, just remember what that person was like so that you don't, you know, repeat the same mistake. That you don't forget to the point where you can just end up in the same cycle again. It happens all the time. Um, but be open, you know, if you can. I'll let you guys, I'll keep you guys updated on how I feel and if I really, and if I stay, if I remain open. <laughs> but right now I'm just going to be cleansing my body with these teas and, you know, doing my work and just doing the things that, that make that make me feel happy. And if something comes, it comes. I don't think I'll be looking for someone, but I can manifest it. Like, if I want this to happen, I can manifest it. And who knows, maybe even tomorrow I might, it may happen. Who knows? Because when I manifest, it happens. It, be, it happens. Everything I've wanted and manifested has happened. That's why I'm so careful now. I'm so careful. Um, I agree, babes. I'm signing off. I have to work in three hours. I wish you the best for you. Thank you, Agape. I'm getting off to you. I'm getting off right now. Have a great night. Toast to you all. Toast, toast, toast. Um... Thank you so much. And you can visit the Rock Mercury podcast on rockmercury.com. Click on podcast. It's available on all platforms. Um, thank you so much for joining in. And I'm um, pleased if you guys do watch the podcast, please fill out the question on there. I put a question based on every single topic of the podcast. So depending on which one you're watching, there'll be a question under it for Spotify. And there's also a poll on each one. But the polls are only open for like a few months. So you might want to check it out soon. Um, but the question's available all the time. So, all right, you guys. Thank you so much. Rock on, Mercuryans. Link in the bio. Bio.